On this podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everyone. Uh, Thank you for joining me on the She's the Owner podcast. Um, And if you're watching this on YouTube, welcome here as well. So I was supposed to have a guest on today, but um, we I'm not sure we just did not connect for some reason. So I'm going to do a podcast anyway. Um, so recently, I'm so I'm going to talk a bit about um, hormones. So guys, this listen because it's important, but um, doesn't directly relate to you. So if that's a problem, now's the time to hop off. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things related to hormones. So recently I had a test done called the um, Dutch hormone test. And I was searching for some information on um, just in general, I'm 44. And so I'm, I'm kind of searching in general about hormones and trying to figure out why I have such a hard time losing weight. Um, I do have a low thyroid, but even with a low thyroid, a lot of people lose weight. So I'm really trying to figure out what the issue is there. So I came across um, somebody on Facebook and then it led me to search for this Dutch hormone test and and it led me to this program that I'm in, which is a 10-week program. And you do the test first and then uh, eventually you get the results back. And when you get the results, the practitioner puts you or the health coach, um, nutritionist, holistic nutritionist, puts you on a protocol specific to your hormone panel. So here's why this is important. I did a Facebook Live on this recently, and so I really want to push this content out everywhere that I possibly can because I feel like it's so important. So essentially, when in in our industry, and I'm going to say the industry that I'm referring to is personal development and coaching and all that type of thing. In our industry, we tend to get um, this idea or this messaging, and it is from the guys, and and women will push this message out too, but it originates from men, um, to push through and to keep, you know, um, not ignore your body, but kind of ignore your body. So what's something, something really interesting that I didn't know about until recently is that men are on a 24-hour hormone clock, and women, as we know, are on a 28-day cycle. So if you notice that the world is really set up for a 24-hour clock, obviously we follow the moon and sun and all that for sure, but men's hormones recalibrate every 24 hours. So it's pretty simple for them. It's obviously really straightforward. For us, not so much. But we get this idea and we get this concept that we have to push till we're dying, basically. And I'm guilty of it too. I follow Gary Vaynerchuk and I follow Evan, Evan Michael, um, Tony Robbins, Brendan Bouchard, Dean Graziosi, uh, Tanner Chisditter, I think that's his how you pronounce his last name. Like all of these men, and I follow some women too, but you know, I think personal development world is is there's a lot more well-known men in it than women for sure. But they all sort of have the same philosophy, right? You don't need as much Joseph McClendon the third, you don't need as much sleep, you know, um, you can hustle harder. If people, you want to make it, you got to do all this shit all the time. And, and I've subscribed to that type, line of thinking for years. Here's why it's a problem. We are not built like them. Not even remotely close to being built like them. 
And here we are fighting what's instinct in our bodies, which is this hormonal fluctuation. And we're trying to keep up with their level of intensity all of the time. Why is that bad? Well, according to my panel that I just got back, my adrenals are burned. My cortisol is uh, 181 out of 200. Normal is like between 60 and 200. Mine's 181. My estrogen's off the charts. My progesterone is off the charts. My dopamine is low. My DHEA is um, low. And so all of these things, what eventually will happen is I will get sick. And I'm talking like cancer sick, not a cold, but cancer sick. Um, I So for me, I don't have a gallbladder, which makes my liver have to work that much more diligently and has to clean even that much more. Um, so, and I have Hashimoto's which also is possible to put that in remission once I clear the pipes of all the things that are not working. So basically inside of my body, it's like the way that it was described to me was it's like a bathtub that won't drain. So I have all these hormones swimming around in my body, keeping me fat, keeping me tired, keeping the brain fog there, all this stuff. And because of what I've learned through all the different modalities and different events and different teachers and coaches is how to get into state and how to power through and all this stuff. And that's what I've done for my entire adult life. When now, I guess I've just become so frustrated with being tired. And I mean, I'm tired all the time that I started to look deeper into what was going on because it didn't make sense to me. Like I have all this mind power stuff and mindset stuff and still I'm, you know, delivering my life at quarter a tank and that sucks and I wasn't happy about it. So here's what I want to want to really stress is that as a woman, first of all, men and women, we need to acknowledge that we operate at different levels of intensity long-term, right? So I can push myself like a maniac for four days at an event, but then it takes me two weeks to recover. And to be honest, the last live event I went to with Tony was in November of 2019, and I have not recovered since. And that's like, I'm not even exaggerating. Normally when I go to an event, it takes me a couple of days. I have to, you know, just chill and be by myself. It's a lot of energy. I'm typically more introverted. So it's a ton of extrovert activity, which I love and I thrive on. But when I come home from those events, usually it takes me a little bit. I haven't recovered yet. Like I haven't felt like I got back to where I was pre that UPW yet. And now I know why. And so it's really important to just acknowledge, you know, like we talk about our periods and we talk about PMS and we talk about all this stuff, like it's bad and like it's something gross and something we don't want to talk about. Well, that's horseshit. Like it, it's the only reason there is a human race is because women birth the humans. Like, yes, we need men. I understand that, but we still make the person and grow the person and push the person out and feed the person and do all the things. So it's just really important that we stop ladies, we must stop trying to run the race like a guy because we're not, and we're burning out. And what happens when you burn out low sex drive, low, um, your brain fog is thick. Mine is thick. There's sometimes when I will walk into a room and I will be like, why the fuck did I just come in here? I have no idea why I'm in here. And not like occasionally that happens more than I care to admit. And now when I see all of my results in front of me, it makes complete sense why I'm like, you know, half out of it half the time. So I just want to acknowledge that, that we're not in a, we're not in a society that's set up for women to feel, feel in their feelings about their hormones. Like even 19 year old girls, 
you know, my daughter struggles with her hormonal fluctuations. Her body's still getting used to it. She's only had her period for four or five years, but like, it's like, don't talk about it. You know, like what would happen if we actually acknowledge this? What would happen if you, and my other daughter and I were talking about it today, Sydney and I were talking about it. Like what would happen if you could say to your employer, listen, I'm about, I'm, I'm PMSing. I'm about to get my period. I know two days out of that month, I need to work from home in my PJs with my laptop because I feel like a piece of shit and I have cramps that are more like labor than they are cramps. I'm just going to go home and work in my jammies. And the boss went totally fine. Then like, can you just imagine how much fewer anxious people there, women there would be in this world? Like let's honor the hormones like all the way through your whole entire reproductive years. Like I'm perimenopausal, which means like in 10 or so years, I'm going to go through menopause. Great, exciting, whatever. But like right now, things are really shifting. And so instead of me trying to burn myself out and go through it like a champ, why not say, hold on a minute. You know what? Like this week, and I have talked about cycling a lot with this podcast and with my clients and, and with the groups, but what if we just actually honor it and not, and, and, but the men too, right? Like not just us between each other honoring it, that needs to happen fine. But what about as a whole, as a society where like acknowledge that. And, and if that means the women in your in organization or the women in your teaching or whatever, miss a couple days a month, so what? Do you know how much easier their lives will be and how much better they'll show up if they know they're supported in this way? Like, really? Because it's not bad. It's nature. And it's and I have to be careful not to get too riled about it because it's a man who decided this was gross. It was a man who decided this was not a good enough reason to stay home. Have you, you know, again, I'm just going to calm myself down before I get out of control here. But like, until you felt premenstrual cramping or menstrual cramps, until you felt how your boobs kill, until you feel the bloating and the headaches and the crying for no reason you have, what is it on friends? No uterus, no opinion, swear to God, no ovaries, no opinion. But like, let's start to honor this. Let's stop acting like it's some kind of toxic cancer no one can talk about. And having, and part of that is like testing your hormones. I'm so passionate about this topic that like, sincerely, I think, here's the other part. I, it's an expensive test and it's not covered by OHIP, which is I'm in Ontario. It's not covered by anyone that I know. I don't think it's covered in the U S either. Um, I did it as part of a program and the program was a couple thousand dollars. It's a 10 week coaching program with this, with this woman, but just the test on its own. It's a, I think it's around three, 400 bucks. Not everyone has access to be able to do that. I want to get every single woman, this hormone test. And here's why. If I don't correct the imbalance in my body, eventually I will get cancer. So can you imagine how many women have uterine cancer or endometriosis or ovarian cancer or anything, any type of breast cancer, all those female reproductive or female hormone related cancers. If they could get this test and know two, three, five, 10 years ahead that, hey, your estrogen's off and you're on your way to going a really more work down the road type of direction. Can you imagine how different that this world would be? Now, I understand that, you know, I'm a very big, um, I'm open about how I definitely don't support cancer research um, or cancer 
I can support cancer research in certain aspects, but I support more nutrition and prevention than I will ever support any type of cure. They, they don't want to cure cancer. That's a fact. Um, so this may not, you know, it's not, not going to be readily available to everybody, but let's just say we all started to figure out a way where we could, you know, a few more of us could get tested. And, and I am working with this woman, hopefully she will come up with some type of program for my tribe and my community that, um, you know, because you need, you take the test and then you need somebody to read the results and basically prescribe you a protocol that is going to help fix whatever is off balance. But at the end of the day, this is really, really critical. I want I want to stop with this narrative that women have to push through it, even when it's dangerous. Cause for me, it is dangerous. If I didn't stop and look at this, who knows what would have happened in the next couple of years to my body. Um, and I do push through it and I do use my mindset work and I do use my state training and all the beautiful things that I've learned from Tony and his team. And those are important and I couldn't survive without them. I couldn't get to where I'm at without that stuff. But now I want to have this conversation where we're not you don't have to hustle your face off to get anywhere. Like you just don't, you don't have to hustle to the point of when you're sick. Like if you get able to get some type of hormone, hormone panel, go for it and see where you're really at. Like now I'm excited. Now I'm like, okay, so I got, I got myself to this point on a quarter tank of gas. Now what, imagine what I'm going to be able to do if I feel energetic again, or I feel in my right mindset all the time. I'm not, there's no brain fog and I'm not irritable. And I feel more in my feminine divine because my sex drive is up and all those type of things. So if you are interested in any part of this and you want to talk more about it, reach out to me. I'm doing my best to figure something out so that everybody can participate and get this test. If, um, you just want to talk about symptoms. Maybe I can help a little bit on that side of it. I've had a low thyroid forever. And here's the real deal. Like I'm going to get to correct all of it through diet and some supplementation for the next couple of months. But um, I'm really excited. And I love this topic. And I love, I would love for more of us to say, okay, boys, that works for you. And that's beautiful, but it does not work for us. And we need to acknowledge that and stop. Like for a long time, um, I, I thought I was motivated by, by being pushed like a, like I'm in the army. And now I know that shit ain't right. It's not true for one. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel like just more exhausted. I always feel like I'm at, at the end of a marathon. Like I wake up tired like that. So, and now I know why, um, a quick reminder too, I'm doing some group coaching, um, for women, uh, I did have it open for men and women, but I've recently closed it off. And I'm going to basically go through the goddess course program with you. Um, so I'm looking, it's probably going to be about eight weeks and we're going to go through each module every week. There'll be some homework. Um, but I know there's quite a few women in the tribe who've done the goddess course and loved it. It is tough work, um, but it's super worth it. And it will help you in every area in your life. So keep, keep your ears open for that. I will be sending some emails out to that effect soon. Um, always, if you like this, if you like this podcast, you like this episode, please leave a review. It really, really helps podcasters when you do that. Um, preferably five-star review. Um, but whatever you feel is, is appropriate, please leave that review and then share it, share it with other women. This one in particular, we really, really have to get aggressive about our hormonal health for sure, because it is the difference between life and death. I think a lot of women could have been spared, um, getting cancer in the first place, never mind trying to cure it, but getting it in the first place. Um, so that's it. I love you guys so much. And until next time, uh, have an amazing week. Bye. Bye.